following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots. Bill Jones alongside Mickey Spagnola inside the SWBC podcast studio at Ford Center here, the star in Frisco. And Everson Walls joins us from a remote location. How are you, Everson? Doing fine, sir. It's so good to be invited to this show. Uh, Spags is very spicy today. He is. So we want to make sure we do it right. Yeah, he yeah. is. And you know why he's spicy today is because he's uh, he's on pins and needles because his baseball team is playing game two of a division series right now in Houston. So we may not have his full attention for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> You want a quick Come story? Come on, Spags. Pay attention, Quick buddy. story here? Uh, I knew we were going to get a quick story. Last time. Uh, it may not be that quick. <laughs> last time the White Sox were in uh, Houston for they won it a all. playoff game, I was there to watch them clinch the night to 2005 World Series. It was 2005. Wow. 2005. 16 years ago. Wow. I was just a youngster then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like... You were like two inches shorter then. Oh, no, taller. <laughs> taller, yeah. Taller. He's, he's... All right, so here it is, a Friday before the Giants are here at 325 on Sunday afternoon, and uh, it's a virtual Friday, right? Is that what we call it here? Might as well, because yep. there's no practice. No it's practice. the mock, mock game day. It's a virtual media availability. Right, for the players. For the players today. So I, that's why I'm going to start calling it a virtual Friday. Virtual Friday. Yeah. I think that might be the title so of our never, show. they don't practice at all? No, they have a, a, a extended walkthrough today, and then they practice tomorrow. It's the new school way of preparing wow. for games. My, wow, that is so nice. Just get a little stretch in, a little massage, right? And, little, and then they little, build up to game heat. day. And then they <laughs> build up to game day. So you, you get a, a regeneration day after padded practice on Thursday, a little bit of rest, and then on Friday. And then Saturday you start looking towards the game instead of being off for and you get, 48 hours. A workout with more bounce in your step. That's and right. And you build up to 325 on Sunday afternoon, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I, I think let's, there's let's some. Let's be real, guys. If they would have done that back in the day, we would have taken that extra time and went out to a club, we would have gone out to a party, you know what I mean? Well, we right. would not have used it to rest. Right. <laughs> we probably we, did on Friday anyway because you we, knew Saturday you were off. <laughs> Right. Yes, yeah, so that may be the real reason behind doing it that way. Okay, guys, that go out on Thursday night rather than Friday night, and uh, so it's <laughs> more time to recover. It's right? more time to recover from from Thursday to Sunday rather than Friday to uh, Sunday. Who right. recovered? That was not part of our deal. We yeah. never recovered. That wasn't a part of the deal. <laughs> I hear you. All right, Mickey, so tell us what's going on injury-wise with this team. Uh, n- well, nothing changed. Um, 
you know, obviously today will be an estimation, but they'll mm-hmm. probably put who's going to play and who's not. And they, and they might list a guy or two questionable, but I think everybody's good to go. The only guys uh, that uh, that uh, didn't practice were the guys we knew weren't going to practice, Dorrance Armstrong and Donovan Wilson. Uh, they're listing Amari Cooper and Zeke Limited, but they had the pads on yesterday, so it sounded like, uh, as Mike McCarthy said in his press conference today, that they got through practice just fine, and he expects them uh, to be good to go. The other guys that were limited uh, also practiced. Randy Gregory was out there, had the pads on. Uh, so did uh, Carlos Watkins, so they probably will see him. Ty Nasecki, limited. Uh, but if he's in uniform, it'll be in a backup uh, role. So, yeah, from an injury standpoint, they're good. Uh, the Giants uh, still uh, on Thursday, and that was a full practice on Thursday for them, are still without Sterling Shepard and Darius uh, Slayton, uh, their other wide receiver. So, uh, and Jabril Peppers. I was just uh, looking up his stats. And Jabril Preppers did not practice either. So they had three starters not practicing uh, on Thursday. We'll see what happens today. You have any, has anyone ever thought about the potential matchup between Michael Parsons and Saquon Barkley? Oh, I love that That's matchup. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I yeah, love man. that matchup. That's be pretty exciting. Okay. Yeah. You know, we spent so much time this week uh, talking about uh, the release of Jalen Smith, so let's dive in right there. Uh, of course, Saquon Barkley only played in two games last year, tore his ACL, and he's been building up snaps this year and had uh, last week had his best game, uh, in fact, scored uh, on a 50 four-yard touchdown pass uh, late in the game as the Giants won in overtime over the Saints. And uh, they they forgot to cover him out. Uh, he flanked that out. Helps, huh? <laughs> that helps even if you got a bad ACL. That's right. He also had a long play on a screen pass. So his ability to catch the football out of the backfield as well as uh, run with it, uh, he's, he's now full go uh, after coming off that ACL. And so now, you know, Parsons Everson coming off of his uh, – he had a full plate last week with 68 snaps, uh, primarily well at linebacker. And so here we go, Parsons versus Barkley. I love it. And Penn State versus Penn State. I have a feeling. I have a feeling they're going to uh, create – you know, keep this matchup going. I really don't see uh, – uh, uh, I'm sorry, I really don't see uh, Parsons – Lining up on the line of scrimmage, I see him staying at the linebacker position more so this game. I truly believe that, especially if the Giants keep it close to where the Cowboys don't really get in position to where offense is taking off the opposing offense. Giants, they're going to have to pass the ball, so let's put Parsons on the defensive line. I don't really see the Giants looking at that as the optimum uh, uh, position to be in. I think they're going to try and keep the game close. They're going to try and keep the, the ball out of our offense's hands. So, therefore, they're going to run the ball as much as possible. And as they run that ball, that's going to be where the matchup begins. That's where you're going to see Parsons and Barkley going at it. Two Penn State guys, right? Yep, that's I mean, come right. Come on, man. You can't you – can't, you, we talked about Alabama, but this is something that's pretty cool. Two Penn State guys going at it. And I'm talking about two of the best 
to ever go through Penn State, and that's saying a lot. All right, I hate to ba- bust your bubbles here, <laughs> but let's not forget Leighton Vander Esch playing. I mean, he's going to end up getting the Jalen Smith snap, so I bet Leighton Vander Esch gets about 50 snaps. And then when they're in nickel in pass coverage, wouldn't you put Keanu Neal on Barkley and not Parsons? Because that's why Come he's on, playing. Man. I no, hate to bust go. your bubble. No, all right. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, man. I would love to see them go one-on-one every time, every play. We know the matchup is coming. When they come out of the huddle, I want both of them eyes to be looking at each other. And in the run game, I, at each other. and in the run game, I'm good with that. In pass coverage, I don't know if I want Parsons in too much pass coverage. I would rather Parsons Keanu is not going to appreciate your lack of uh, yeah, lack of uh, your lack confidence of in support. Him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We ain't, we ain't here doing you know movie scripts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to yes, love that. I'm sorry. The Nittany Lions matched up against <laughs> each other. Nittany Lion yeah. against a Nittany Lion, right? And, and, you know, Parsons needs to play linebacker like another Nittany Lion. That would be Sean, Sean Lee. Lee. <laughs> you know, and, and when you think about <laughs> but but really, seriously, you think about Sean Lee against division rivals, okay? He always played so well against Philadelphia. I remember games in particular where Sean Lee, he had LaShawn McCoy's number where LaShawn McCoy could do nothing against the Cowboys because Sean Lee was everywhere LaShawn McCoy went. And so... You know who else is playing? It just lets you know that when you study, it all it exactly. takes a lot of pressure That's off my of point. Physically. Exactly. You just have to anticipate... Where they're going to be when it came to, to Sean Lee studying, he was in the backfield. He knew where they were going. Mm-hmm. He knew where they were going. It's just a matter of him getting past the interference, right. getting past the lead blocker, getting past the offensive lineman. And I remember and against the Giants. And I remember against the Giants. There was one game in particular. He was moving faster to where the ball was going than the running back was for the Giants. And, and I and, and it wasn't a coincidence that it was against these division rivals. He knew their because he spent the entire offseason studying what they do offensively too. And you know who's been in Parsons' ear, by the way, a Penn State Nittany Lion, Sean, Sean Lee. Lee. There you go. And Demarcus Ware. <laughs> That's right, but that doesn't have a oh, uh, nice. Penn State. That doesn't yeah. go with your storylines here. <laughs> it's like we got we got movie scripts going on today. <laughs> but you look at the linebacker rotation, and I think it, it it really shows why the move was made earlier this week. They've got to get Van Der Esch on the field more, and yes. Keanu Neal coming back too in the nickel situation. And and you know, and as Jerry Jones said today on his radio segment. You know, this would getting rid of Sean. I mean, getting rid of uh, Jalen Smith it, Jaylen. It didn't improve the team. But remember Mike McCarthy's big picture. They were thinking more down the road. They were thinking next year, uh, and and so you know it, it became more of a, a financial thing in the future, not That's something all it was. right it was now. A yeah, thing. absolutely. And when he balked at it, it was like, okay, well, we can't, we can't deal with this. So um, that's what it came down to. And I see where the the Packers signed him to, uh, you know, a one-year deal. Uh, I think it was seven hundred and seventy. I mean, and that's that's all it and needed that's to the be. Minimum, right? right? And and I think he gets number nine too. So I guess nobody maybe with the Packers had nine. 
I guess not. So does that count for, you know, when he was trying to get his jerseys to number nine and had to pay <laughs> to change because of his former number was $500,000 down the drain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's probably the biggest financial hit that's he's scary. taken. That is the biggest, that's the biggest hit I could come up with. And, and also, it's a tough deal when you have to go from Dallas to freaking Wisconsin. <laughs> come on, guys. That's bad enough right there. In one day. <laughs> okay, so fill, yeah. us, fill us in on how that works as far as Jalen Smith's contract, uh, how much money Jalen Smith is seeing. He's still getting the seven point two, which is the Cowboys, and so the the amount of money the Packers are paying it just comes off what the Cowboys owe him. Uh, no, he, or he he gets there's additional. There's no offset. I, that's he, okay. He's, he's double dipping. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever double so dip their walls? <laughs> uh, no, sir. I never had that opportunity. Sorry. When you're dealing with small contracts like mine, we don't really have to worry about it. So, in other words. This is the best thing that could have happened for Jalen Smith. He's got an opportunity to double dip. He's making more money this way than had he stayed a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, but I bet he doesn't get a moving bonus. You don't know. Yeah, yeah well, I don't. You're right. I do Wisconsin. not. Wisconsin. Uh huh. It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> what do you got against Wisconsin other than the winners? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> yeah, just the winners. Yeah. Like, what do you have against guns other than the bullets? Yeah, that's the same thing. <laughs> Chris Beam did point out that he's not getting the $9.2 million he would have made next year right. if he was on the roster on the else fifth will... day of the yeah. season. Do you but, think anybody else would give him that $9.2 million? I'm thinking he wasn't getting that anyway. Yeah. And so whether he was released now or not so thus the restructure that they propose uh, exactly yeah that's right absolutely yeah and and now actually also think about it from Jalen's perspective if he wasn't going to get playing time here then it puts him in a better marketing position to sign with whoever it might be next year by getting snaps with the Packers and playing proving that he deserves it exactly right so because the thing here was kind of going downhill right and so, actually, it's the best thing that could have happened for Jalen Smith. So they did him a favor. Mm-hmm. It's just... <laughs> I love hearing myself back in the, in my ear <laughs> with Everson's delay. Yeah, uh, well, it sounded silly first time and second time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you're far away right now. All right. Uh, what Mickey wants to get into on today's show is the anniversary of what happened October 11th of last year as the New York Giants come into town. And so, Mickey, you, you teased it yesterday. This is what you wanted to talk about today. So when we come back on Mix Shots, here's Mickey Spagnola talking about the return of the Giants to face Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. 
where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Mickey Spagnola, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. Are you going to be at Rally Days? No, I'm going to oh, be okay. at Oh, okay. You this... won't get Mickey's autograph there then. Well, you can get my autograph at the <laughs> Star Sports Tours event at 1.15 to 2 o'clock. Myself and Everson Walls make an appearance. 1.15 to 2 o'clock. And then where is that? Uh, it is at the Frisco, Frisco Hall. Hall. Oh, yeah. You know where that is? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm going to have to look it up. And you just hope there's big screens there where you can watch football, right? Oh, that's right. OU Texas? That's going to be like the second half of the game tomorrow. So you won't find me there. Yeah. (laughs) Mickey is pondering it now. It's only only 30 minutes. That's right. It's only the most important 30 minutes of the game. You know what? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Cubby, I've got my TV. We will be able to tune it in if we need to. There you That's go. That's right. There you go. And by the way. I have it on my phone. I'll have it on my phone as it were there. All right. Uh, we have an update from uh, Houston and uh, what's happening with your White Sox right now. The left fielder just slid into the wall oh. trying to catch a foul ball, and they're checking to see if he can still walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's but one white, to nothing, White Sox. White Sox lead it though one nothing. All right, there's your baseball update and um, Cowboys and Giants three twenty five on Sunday afternoon. And do you think? Go ahead, Mickey. You got I was going to propose this question to you guys. Okay. Do you think the schedule makers? That's exactly where oh, I, I was going. Where you were going? The exact same question, Everson. Do you think the schedule maker had it on his mind when he put down Giants at Dallas the fifth week of the season that it was the anniversary of when the Giants came here last year and Dak got hurt? If they did, that is extremely cruel. It is. Okay, let's just call it what it is. 
You shouldn't even do that. It's, it wasn't like it was something that you want to celebrate. Right. You know, it's not something that you want to have an an anniversary to mark down. I mean, when it comes to revenge or something like that, yes. When it comes to payback, but you don't want to think of this. Oh, this is the anniversary of that gruesome injury, you know, taken on by Dak Prescott. And then we're going to do a follow-up on the, the young man that actually made the tackle and see how he's doing these days. How's your <laughs> mental makeup, sir? Oh, I'm still traumatized. You know, here it is a year later. I mean, you know, come on, man. It's not, there's nothing to, to really celebrate. <laughs> he's a, he's a is producer. Is on the team, by the way? He's a producer still. It's what? <laughs> Is the guy still on the yeah, team? Logan yeah, Logan Ryan. Yeah, Logan yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good player, starting safety. So, Mickey, what do you want to say yeah. about it? Yeah, I. you know what? I don't think – I don't. I, I agree with Everson. I don't think this was happenstance. Although maybe they looked at it as we're going to celebrate the return, right? That uh, uh, I think they, were, they were counting on. You know, on. doggone well, when they put something on TV <laughs> like that, they cannot wait – they're gonna hope someone gets hurt again. No, no, <laughs> yes, no. that's what happened. No, let me tell you something. <laughs> not the same vein, not the same vein. But I recall going back to San Francisco when I was with the Giants, and they could. It was another championship game, so they couldn't wait. Oh, here we go, another championship game. So I give up a pass to John Taylor, like seventy something yard touchdown in that game. You know, doggone well, they had it queued up. <laughs> the catch. For the. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, it, they couldn't wait to put that up there. So, yes, they are cruel in their production booth. They are cruel, cruel people. <laughs> well, I, I guess. Yeah, probably by May they probably would have had – well, they probably didn't have a good in indication when the schedule came out that he was fully healthy and ready to go, uh, by the way, at that time because he hadn't taken part in any of the Cowboys' uh, offseason stuff, really, other than kind of throwing on the side. So, uh, But, yes, it uh, one day almost from the exact day it happened – uh, and Is it 364 or 365? It's 365. We never did come up with that, yes. And let me let okay. me explain how this works. <laughs> let me explain how this works. If the first day of the year is is January 1st, the last day yes. of the year is not January 1st the next year, right? right. It's December 31st. <laughs> so this happened on the 10th. 365 is the is, – I mean, it happened on the 11th, so this is the 10th. That's so right. this is 365 days later of the day it actually Very happened. Facts. Very good. Yes. So I you just had, so thought good. I'd bring some logic it's to this situation. Don't three, let Bill confuse but, you. Don't <laughs> let Bill confuse you. But there's 364 <laughs> days in between the two days. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so which makes it 364 <laughs> days later. So anyway – if, if they were doing this, then they probably also knew that since Dak's rookie year, when he lost twice to the Giants, including the, his NFL opener that year, uh, by one point maybe, uh, was it 36-35, or you got the book right there, uh, and then he lost the, the rematch, he has not lost another game to the Giants that he started. Seven straight victories over the Giants. So maybe they were thinking, "Well, Dak, this is this is a pushover for Dak. He always beats the Giants." So, 
2016. Thirty-six, thirty-five. Uh, that's what I guessed. What is it? Twenty to nineteen. Oh, okay, close. There was another game that was thirty-six, <laughs> thirty-five, somewhere along the line. So, and and then they lost to the Giants at New York, ten to seven in yeah. twenty sixteen. So two losses that year by four points, right? There you go. And then he's beaten them seven straight times. Okay. And we're giving him the victory the last game he played because he started it, by the way. Yeah, so it goes on his record. Right. That's right. Even he though was it was Andy starter. Dalton who yes, finished it. The relief yes, guy never gets a victory. You know? so, so Dalton doesn't get credit for <laughs> yeah. that one. And you know what? He's been pretty good. At, they, they don't have the stat like that for, for relief, relief uh, pitchers. Yeah, That's right, like baseball does. <laughs> uh, and he's been pretty good about right. it. You know, he, he, I think after the game this past Sunday, didn't really want to talk about it, but he talked about it extensively yesterday, uh, talking about, you know, but, but, he, but he kept making it not to remember what happened, but to recall the work he put in to get to this point where yeah. he feels like his goal was not only to come back, but to come back as a better player, and he feels like he has done that. Uh, you know, when he got hurt, uh, last year, he had thrown nine touchdown passes. I think it was four interceptions in those first five games. Uh, this year, it's ten touchdown passes and two interceptions in four games. And so, uh, as I pointed out yesterday, his quarterback rating is 116.3, I believe, uh, and uh, 116.9. He's fourth. So he is playing at a very, very high level, and I think that's what he's most thankful for, uh, the fact that the, the work he put in has really, really paid off. I think the other thing that uh, he pointed out, and everybody was like, well, have you, have you put restrictions on yourself running the football? And, and, and he says, no. Uh, he said, what I've done, though, is I'm smarter. I'll get the yards that I need to get, and then either get out of bounds or get down, just trying to be smart about things on how I finish the run instead of trying to bull my way uh, in there for an extra, extra yard or two. So uh, from that standpoint, that, that's the only thing, and that's the only thing the Cowboys have done too. They haven't said, no, we're not going to let you run the ball anymore. Uh, and you saw them call. You know, I think it's very interesting how, they, how they, uh, the Cowboys – and Dak, they, they, they have noted, and especially Dak, he's noted how he used that opportunity. He used that injury as an opportunity. And everyone always looks at him kind of side-eyed side in regards to why he took that approach and how could he take that approach. You know, after he, he said after all the tears, after he wiped away all the tears, and after he had a moment to himself, he always talked about the commitment he was going to make. He, at that point, he committed to being a better person the minute he dried his eyes. And that's, that's a, a, a huge compliment uh, on his part. Uh, and you talked about being smarter when he's trying to run the ball. You know, when he first came into the league, he was still thinking Mississippi State versus Alabama. You know, how he was running all over those guys and breaking tackles and things of that nature. And uh, that kind of wears on you as, as a quarterback. He was huge then when he came into the league. I think he's lost, I'd say, what, about 20 to 25 pounds since he's come into the league, and it made him a little leaner. But it, it, it took away his strength as well, but that's good because it allowed him to have a better throwing motion, number one, and it also made him realize after the injury as well that there are times when you need to be smart and just go down. You know, don't try to – on that injury, 
he was definitely trying to uh, break a tackle on a guy who was much lighter than he was. And so he thought he could break that tackle. Now he's going to think differently. And that's not just good for himself, but it's good for his longevity, which is good for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he and and if you remember, he gained on the play like seven or eight yards. You know, six was good. Seven was good. He didn't need to get to the first down, but in his mind, he was going for the first down marker. And then he talked about, you know, what he was doing, and and, and he said he, he looks back at it, and he goes, it's not funny, but it was like, what in the world was I doing trying to straighten out my own foot, right? Uh, and, and, yeah, and, and you know, and the other that's thing... That's just a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. You don't do that. And then the other thing I think that's happened with his comeback, especially in the offseason when he was here every day working, I think it ended up being an inspiration to this team, to the, the other teammates, to see him working that hard. Uh, Lael Collins talked that's about true. it. Uh, how you know he was kind of on the same schedule Dak was rehabbing from his hip surgery, and he and he said, yeah, when I saw him running like that, it, you know, it, it motivated me to try to keep up with him, to see him what he went through to work that hard, that I had to do the same thing. And now the guys have said the same thing, how it's inspired them to uh, play harder. And you know what? When you're the leader, that, that's part of your job, you know, and that's part of the contract too. The contract's not all about uh, numbers and all about wins. It's it's about are you the team leader? And Jerry Jones told the story again this morning about yeah. when they were looking at Dak Prescott and wondering, you know, what kind of what kind of uh, quarterback do you want? He said he talked to Roger Stoudemire and he said, do I want a guy that can get out of the pocket and make plays with his feet, or do I want a guy that's going to stand there and be able to throw the ball? And he said, Roger said, I I'm, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not qualified on the running part or the throwing part, but all I can tell you is make sure whoever you pick to be your quarterback, the guys on the team will follow. And I think that's what they ended up with. Mm, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to ask Roger Starback, uh, do you pass or do you run? <laughs> yeah. This is Roger the Dodger we're talking about. <laughs> I'm surprised he said, yeah, out of the pocket. With your feet, yes, that's the one you are. <laughs> uh, one other note on uh, Dak, what you mentioned about uh, losing weight. Uh, I remember talking, I can't remember what year this was, uh, it was three or four years ago, might have been after his first year, and he talked about the fact that he's, he's always had to watch his weight. And um, it, I can't remember his first year or his second year, he said between the end of the season and February 1st, he put on like twenty pounds, and uh, because mm. he because he wasn't working, and so now uh, he so he learned that about his body. You know, you're talking about going back to his college days where he's a heavier or whatever. He's learned that he it, it's a uh, year round thing for him to uh, to stay in shape because it's uh, you don't want to end the season and then uh, and then let it go for a month because you have to work that much harder to to lose the weight and so forth. So that's uh, something that he's learned as he has uh, come, uh, you know, uh, started his Stay NFL career. That's right. That's right. And yeah, Everson yeah. probably can vouch for this. And in the offseason, don't go back to Louisiana, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nothing but carbs waiting on you that's on right. the other side yeah. of the Louisiana state line, Absolutely. brother. Absolutely. <laughs> that's right. I don't, think, I don't think there's greenery anywhere in the state. No roughage can be found. <laughs> they should put a sign up, you know, where the speed limit is. It's a carb limit, okay? <laughs> okay, would you like... Cholesterol level going up. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to hear who's not playing for the New York Giants on Sunday now or after the break? Well, let's do it after the break. After the break, the Giants injury report when we come back. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, beer gardens, and more. Game ticket required, though. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Got to have a ticket. You do have to have a ticket to get inside the Miller Lighthouse. Game that almost tripped me up. Game ticket required. All right, third straight home game for the Cowboys, taking on a New York Giants team that comes in at one and three. So, who will the Giants be missing on Sunday? Well, we've got their injury report, and as Mickey mentioned earlier, the Cowboy injury report will not change from yesterday because the team is not having a full workout today. All right, so here we go. Out for the Giants. Wide receiver Darius Slayton. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard. And safety Jabril Peppers all ruled out. And also backup offensive lineman Ben Bredesen. So no Shepard and no Slayton for the second straight week for the Giants. So the Cowboys really, their only decisions now are, you know, who they might elevate off the practice squad. 
to the 50 or 40, they can have 48, 48 man roster. Um, and they only, they they only have 52 of the 53 spots on their 53 man roster. So if they elevate two guys, uh, then they only have to uh, cut uh, five players instead of seven. I think is that right, or did my my math right? They got 52, and they got to get to 46. <laughs> I guess that's that's six guys. Yeah, they have to be inactive. I don't think they have to cut anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> I meant cut them from the game day roster. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, would you like to shed any light on what's going on with Lyle Collins? Oh, I got a headache on that. Uh, here's what I, here's what I, you know, it, it, it's it's the, the appeals being. My understanding is right now the be, appeal. And, and and, here, I'll just say this: follow Daniel Wallach. Yes, yes. At Wallach Legal, he is tweeting about it right now. Uh, I can tell you this much, the NFL's, uh, because the hearing's going on right now in Sherman, the NFL's opposition brief is now unsealed. He's got the details on it all right there. And so just go look at at Wallach Legal on Twitter, and uh, you can learn all you need to know about what's going on with it. Did you read what I sent you? I did, yes. Did clear things up or give you a bigger headache? (laughs) Bigger headache. Yeah. Yeah. See, the the argument— I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Did he bribe anybody, or is that on the table? Is that what we're talking about here, or are we strictly narrowing it down to the test procedure, missing test procedure, or whatever? Yeah, and it's it's all very vague, right? On in this bribery thing. I mean, what what did he do? Not show up for a test, and then call the guy and say, "Hey, for a thousand bucks, write down that I took a test." <laughs> well, where's the results? It didn't work. It did, yeah. It didn't and it, it, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I think I read somewhere where his contention was it was a joke or something. Uh, and I guess whoever. But here's, here's, here's where the argument is. The when, when the NFL presented their case to the arbitrator, they basically said he got five games because he had already been suspended four games, and the arbitrator took that as this is a second offense, meaning the second suspension. When he was never suspended four games, he's never missed four games for a suspension, and so I think there was some confusion there by the arbitrator on what that meant, and so this is what they're trying to uh, argue here, um, you know. And, and initially, it was two games he could have taken it, and and then when he didn't, they said, okay, well, the arbitrator is going to have five. But this appeal has been going on. It's been an ongoing thing. You know, and one of the things, and I, I still contend this with the NFL, uh, they leak stuff to make them sound better. I know, Everson, you probably have a hard time believing that. but uh, Oh, and, yeah. And, <laughs> the good old NFL? No way. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, when all this testing began and the policy began, it was all, it was all supposed to be top secret, right? The team wouldn't know anything until uh, the suspension came down, nothing comes out of the league office, and all of a sudden things would leak out of the league office about people's suspension. Uh, so... It'll be interesting because the judge that's hearing it was the judge that sided in the favor of Ezekiel Elliott in 2017 on on his uh, suspension that got overturned when it went to New York. Okay, time to make our picks. 
We got six minutes left in the show. That's just what I was writing down, Bill. Did all we, right. Did good. we did we clear all that up? <laughs> we cleared it up. You, no, go follow go follow Daniel will. Wallach yes, on Twitter. Please. Uh, bottom line is, even if there's a favorable ruling for Lyle Collins today. Uh, what are the chances that he would play on Sunday? Yeah, Mike McCarthy sounded pretty doubtful that he would be able to play, although he's been able to get back in the building this week. Mm-hmm. So he's been able to, they can see what kind of condition he's in. But without having any reps, even Jerry pointed it out, you know, you, you, you need those reps. So, so I would think... So is his spot the why they have 52 on the 53 rather? No, no, because okay. he, he didn't count. Right. Uh but if he comes back, then they don't have to cut anybody. But that's what I mean. Yeah. That, that that they left that vacant. They had well. But, yeah, I don't know if they did it on purpose or okay. that just they didn't right. want to bring anybody else on. Okay. Because you can still bring guys up off right. the practice squad. Right. Uh, and last week they brought up uh, defensive tackle uh, Hamilton. Right. And they also from a COVID bring up. I think Ralston was mm-hmm. was that. So sprinkle. And Sprinkle. Thank you, Chris. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, where were we going before? We're going picks. Tangent picks. We're picks. picking. Everson's ready. He's ready. Oh, no. You had asked me if he would play. <laughs> it sounded more like he would play next week if everything was New good. England next week. And and the fact that, but from as I pointed out yesterday, from his side of the story, he's trying to get two game checks back. Instead of losing five, he loses three. Okay, Everson, tell me about this game. First off, uh, do you get more excited when the Cowboys play the Giants because you played for both teams? No, I do not, sir. Okay. I have no affiliation towards the Giants anymore. I tell people all the time, I loved the Giants in 1991. Okay, 1990. I don't like the Giants now I, and I never did even before that. So let's just put that in a bubble, throw it out, okay. and let's deal with the Dallas Cowboys right now. Let's okay. bury that. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. At, sorry I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, please. They, they they kill me with that. I'm not a Giants fan at all. Uh, so here's what I'm looking at. For some reason, when I see this pick to click, I'm, I'm thinking Clint Eastwood. You know, you know the the, the music. Da, 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 da. Everybody looking at each other. You know what I'm saying? You're coming out of the huddle. So you know where I'm going with this, guys. It's going to be Michael Parsons. Parsons is going to be the guy. He's going to make. I mean, he's already made serious impact in every game. But he's going to make this one at the linebacker position. He's going to be working with Van Der Esch. They're going to be making plays in the middle the way we all wanted uh, Jalen Smith to do. We're going to see how it's going to be done correctly. He is my player pick to click. I'm looking at the score being 31 to 21. Cowboys winning handily. I think the, the, the Giants might score a last minute touchdown just to try to keep a respectable score. But 31-21 is going to be the outcome. 31-21. All right, Mickey, what are you thinking? Oh, and Jason Garrett, too. Don't, don't forget Jason Garrett, too. I got to put him in there, too, just, just for the fact that he's, he's coming back home. You know, I don't, I, I, his, his, his game plan won't work. 
Okay, it so he will be the It'll pick. Be the pick not to click or okay, not to click. Uh, okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, you 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 got them scoring twenty one points. Yeah, they, so. they did something right. Yeah, yeah, really fourteen. The twenty one is just you know. Oh, it's a blow to off touchdown at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a blow off touchdown. Yeah. All right. Since uh, the Cowboys have been averaging thirty one and a half points a game, uh, I have complete trust in this offense that they will continue at this pace uh, I still have some concerns about the defense especially the big plays they continue to give up uh, at a alarming rate uh, but I think with this you know somewhat this offense controls uh, what the other team tries to do offensively because they know they got a score and I think That's they right. take chances maybe that they wouldn't take if they were playing a team that was averaging 21 points a game so having said that I will take the Cowboys 32 to 20 32 32 you had 31 21. You had 31-21. Now you just changed it No, up. I had 32. You just don't want to be a copycat. 32? You see that? 32. How the hell do you see that? You see that? It says 32. 32. I'm looking back through well, the, the archives. Okay. How many times have the Cowboys scored 32 points? Tell me this. In their how did they score? 61 year history of How did they score 36 last week? How did they end up with 36? That's a little bit easier than 32, yeah. man. All it takes, well, all it takes is going for all it takes is going for two a couple of times. No, this time when they fumble the ball in the end zone, they're going to recover it for a safety. There you go. Okay, <laughs> that would be a touchback. So I mean, <laughs> no, the Cowboys are going to recover. Oh, okay. it. It's right. a safety. When the other team, yeah. when the other team. Yeah. No, when the Cowboys. Okay, when they, oh, I got you. I got you. I See, got you, I got you. Quit trying to make okay. jokes and listen. <laughs> so 32 to 20? 32 okay. 20. 32 to 20. Yeah. And your pick to click was? He had 31 Is. Is. CD Lamb. Okay. It's going to be a breakout oh. game for the Cowboy wide receiver. Okay. Because they're going to be concerned with Amari Cooper. They're going to be concerned with Ezekiel Elliott. And they're going to show their versatility once again. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys winning. Um, let's see. The Giants come in at 1-3. and three, The Cowboys at 3-1. and 31-13 Cowboys win. Thirteen, because the Cowboys are three and one coming in, and the Get Giants are one here. and three. Thirty-one, thirteen, and who's the focus going to be on Sunday? Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott is your pick to click because the focus is going to be on Dak. And how many three hundred yard games has he had here lately? Three lately, like yeah, I mean, because it's been the run game here the last, just just the the opener, the opener, and so Dak is going off in this game. Okay, and actually, seriously, I think it's going to be harder to run against this Giants front than what it was last week. Even though Carolina came in with the quote-unquote number one run defense in the league, uh, they're pretty stout up front, and so it's going to be a harder challenge uh, running the ball against the Giants. And so Dak's going to throw the ball uh, for a whole bunch of yards and to prove Dak is back. Yes, that's right. Because... Hey, we got. I got one more thing. Okay, we have to chime in on this. <clears throat> Does Diggs get, get his interception? <laughs> Ooh, 
yeah, that's a good Ooh. one. Does Diggs get another one? Somebody tell me. What do you think, guys? We got to put that in. We, as long as he's getting it, we got to put it in. Five games in a row. I don't know. He'll he'll tie. Yeah. What do you think? Who's, who, who, what was his first it? name? Don Don Bishop got Don. five. In the first Don five Bishop, games and six. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, all five right. And five. All right. Then for sure he is. Is he aware of this? Yeah. You, you, you're saying you're saying yes. You're saying yes. Yes, he is. Yes. Oh, is, is is Diggs aware of it? Aware. Yeah. Is Diggs? Is Diggs? I don't know. If, I don't, he'll have to Google. <laughs> so what do you think, Everson? I don't think they'll be stupid enough to throw his way. Okay. They got the wide receivers hurt. Uh, they really come, you know, he's going to be playing against a few backups. Uh, I'm sure they'll have him travel with whoever they think the best receiver is at this point. Well, it'll be Galladay. It'll be silly to throw his way. It it'll be Galladay. But they're just going to take their lead receiver out of the game? No, we're going to take their leading receiver. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. There you go. So so I've got Diggs with a pick. Do you two have Diggs with a pick or not? Sure, why not? Okay. And Everson does not because he's not. It'd be fun to. Okay, just for fun. Just for fun, yes. Just for fun. Just for fun. If they're silly enough. Then damn it, they <laughs> if they're silly right. and Daniel Jones only has one pick this year, and so it was he's on due. a Hail Mary. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. All right, that does it for uh, mixed shots. Where are y'all going to be again tomorrow? Frisco Hall. Uh, Frisco Hall between one fifteen and Frisco two Hall. o'clock. And I think people can still yep. still uh, purchase tickets going to Star Sports uh, something. <laughs> Star Sports Come on, Tours, Spags. Star well, you Sports Tours dot com. You're the guy. You're the face of Star Sports. And you, you can, you. I think you can buy them day day of, and there'll be some players there autographing also. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not just me and Everson. Okay. All right. No, uh, we're not signing. No, we're not signing. We'll take pictures. <laughs> there you go. We're we're, I'm going to be like Nate. I just take pictures. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. That does it for a fabulous Football Friday edition of Mix Shots. We'll see you again on Monday. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?